0: Hi dear, hello. So I'm looking for your paper real quick. Let's okay, see. no problem. Oh, Daisy, there we go. <laughs> we match. What's that? Do we match? Oh. oh, yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay. I'm sorry. I was sitting here for like 10 minutes waiting for the this Before, so, anyway, how are you doing today? I'm doing
0: good. How are you?
1: Good. Good. It's going to snow a
0: lot. Is girl. it?
1: It's supposed to snow like for the next seven days, like inches every day.
0: Oh, wow. Are you are you ready?
1: Um, <laughs> I don't know if you can really be ready or something like that. Yeah, I'm just hoping my internet doesn't go out.
0: Ah, uh, yes, yes,
1: because I have a lot of calls this week. but we'll see, let's we'll see I got I got a couple of backup plans. There's the library. Oh, I'm at my parents' house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay um so this is not technically our expert help call but it's just you and me okay and so I was kind of thinking maybe we could just get a head start you've got one coming up next month I don't know if Becky's emailed you yet um, to schedule that but okay she will be um but I don't know why we couldn't just do it Today and then have that for something else okay what do you think about that yeah Yeah. I'm I'm open to whatever did did you come with any let me back up did you come with anything you wanted for this call
2: no I did not have any sort of intention or plan yeah
1: Perfect. perfect okay um okay so The way that I've done the last few, and I've been really enjoying this, is to kind of do a retrospective, like what's been going really well over the past three months or so, and what hasn't been going so well, so that for the next three months, we can think, like, what are the main things we need to tackle? What are the, the projects that are going to help us? move up that that scale as opposed to just kind of treading water okay um and another thing that I found that I really like is that I set a timer and I make you tell me all the things and I don't comment (laughs) (laughs) um and that allows you to get kind of deeper into the brainstorm then yeah. um just the me going oh i have things to say about all the things you just said okay and it makes you think harder because it's like a five or six minute timer and okay. normally you would run out at like one or two minutes
0: so. yeah yeah <laughs> this is, i'm excited about this okay
1: so what i am gonna do i'm gonna adjust we're going to stand up and I'm going to type as you talk. So, Okay.
0: Um,
1: I'm going to set the timer for six minutes. We're going to start with maybe what didn't go as well and think in terms of, well, you can say whatever you want, but especially okay. think in terms of
2: spider. <laughs> Did you say spider? Yeah, I just started like going down from the ceiling like this oh no (laughs) (laughs) like oh okay um
1: think in terms of bringing in new leads new ideal art buyers growing your audience nurturing selling following up anything in those realms especially okay and it doesn't have to be bad like just what didn't go as well as as well you wanted it to. Bad is okay too. Okay, Get ready. We're gonna six minutes.
2: Okay. Thanks. Yeah. The didn't go. go as well. Um, that commission. Um, even though it ended very very well, um, <laughs> it was a very difficult beginning. Um. I feel like my festivals this year did not go as well. Um, How so? I, I did not, I had one that I did really good at. I don't, I, trying to, I think it was really the one I ended with did not go well at all. And so it, it kind of left like a bad taste in my mouth for the whole, for the whole fall, even though that. I they weren't all bad. I did good at I did really good at one, and then I did okay and then I did bad. <laughs> so I was kind of hoping to do better because i'm I'm just someone who likes to do better and better each time I do something, and I didn't feel like I did that. Um i I am I think I'm in the middle of like my first major creative slump. I'm kind of um, becoming bored with doing the same thing and I've been trying to experiment with bringing in some more of my like portraiture and um, sketches and like realism into my abstract and I can't seem to I can't seem to marry those in a way that I like and it's really frustrating for me. And I feel, I feel kind of like part of me feels like, well, maybe I should just stick with what sells, but then it's like, I'm getting bored (laughs) of, of it. So, um, that's, I'm struggling through that and it's kind of making me not want to do anything. Like I'm not as, I'm not as excited to create as I was, even just a few months ago, like where I would be in my studio every day or every spare minute. And I I think some of that too is like just everything I'm going through emotionally, like in my home life and everything. I think it's, I think a lot of it is that. <clears throat> so I'm trying to be gentle with myself, but um, I would like to do better there. I would like to actually use that as a an outlet like I've done before. Um, because I think I could benefit from it. It's just I'm just in a really weird creative spot right now. Um see.
0: I think that I could do better. I feel like I feel like I am
2: maybe losing not as nurturing as i was maybe i don't know i don't know what it is the festivals i noticed like i didn't get nearly as many um like people on my email lists um i didn't make as many com- connections as i did before and i think part of that is that my approach to people at festivals is more of like letting people go at their comfort level rather than just like reaching out so much to every single person that walks by (laughs) because it didn't feel like natural to me. So I kind of stopped doing that. Um, But a lot of those people who joined my email list when I was doing that have stayed on. They haven't unsubscribed. So I don't think it's, I don't know, but they've never, they've never really engaged or bought anything either. So I don't know. But, um, I don't know. I feel like there's something with my the nurturing in person that I could definitely improve on. Um, Galleries, I've kind of like, I I have definitely slacked on applying to calls and even looking at what out is out there for call to arts. um, I have not applied to really any other than the art festivals that I want to do in the spring. Um I had a few really rough rejections like all in a row. <laughs> and um I mean I'll plan on applying again next year to those same ones because I think it's worth it, but I've just stopped completely even trying to approach galleries because I've noticed that I've started to get kind of angry. Like I feel like galleries in general (laughs) just use and take advantage of artists and take all this money for work that they didn't really put in. And like I had a gift shop gallery contact me on Instagram and I got kind of excited. And then I looked at it and it's really just, you buy a booth and it's like $300 a month to have your art there and then not only are you paying 300 dollars a month then they take a 15% commission on top of that and i was like man that's just i feel like i feel like galleries in particular just really take advantage of artists um and i guess <clears throat> i guess because of that i just have stopped even really trying to have a dialogue with them um, and honestly, talking to other artists about, you know, who are in galleries, you know, like I've, I've had artists whose um, paintings were damaged, um, who, you know, they weren't taken care of, or they're just in storage and rarely even in on display, um, or they haven't had any sales, regardless of how many, you know, they've had in shows or whatever, they've gotten no sales from it um and then like i've talked to other artists who've gotten commissions through galleries that have represented their work and that sounded like a nightmare so i think all of that i've just kind of like i think this time last year i was kind of like ooh which way do i want to go do i want to you know do my own thing at festivals and kind of like be my own person and sell my own work even though it is so much more to it and so much more work or do i want to try to get into galleries and like go that route and I think I've, I think I'm finally like making the, well, things are just kind of happening that are making the decision for me. <laughs> um. Well,
1: I just think that you have always just been more drawn to that side of it as well. Like yeah. if you wanted galleries, there are good galleries out there. Yeah. There's bad galleries for sure, but Yeah, there's good ones too. But there's no point in scraping through them all if that's not the thing. Yeah. So what I heard didn't go as well. Actually, I only heard one thing. All I heard was, I'm feeling kind of (laughs) slumpy.
2: That's accurate.
1: (laughs) And that's okay. Like. There has to be times in life where everything,
0: I mean, it, it, it goes like this.
1: Yeah. Um. And the that slumpy part is how you, and that's, that's like the cocoon phase when it's like, I feel like goo and I'm slimy and the yeah. but what's happening is you're metamorphosing. Yeah. It's not even a word, but you know what I'm saying? so like for example you're saying the festivals didn't go as well you weren't reaching out to people um you weren't asking people to join your email list all this stuff that we worked on and you know how to do yeah but it just you were like i'm gonna try it this other way and it didn't work as well and part of that was probably not just due to well, it didn't feel natural because you've not felt natural before. I think it was more about the slumped
0: my guess. Maybe I'm wrong. It doesn't matter if I'm right or not. Um. But like, if you look at what's called the proof, if you look at the proof,
1: one way you were doing it, you were putting yourself out there as a little bit more out of your comfort zone. You were talking to people, you were asking them to join your list, you were, you know, continuing that conversation after the festival. And you said that was working better. Yeah. It wasn't working as well. I'm actually really glad that um, you were able to come back into the group when you did, because. I feel like just by being around like what, what often happens when people work with me for a little while and they like start making all these moves and doing all these things and then they lose that, I don't know if accountability is quite the right word, but having to tell someone what's going on. Yeah. And so they just kind of like, I'm just going to like, I'm not going to work out today. (laughs) um, I feel like eating more cookies today. And it's like, it's just very small, gradual down. Um, And I feel like you're kind of sliding a little bit, which is perfectly normal and always is going to happen. But. I think just by reaching out and saying, Hey, I want to have help. I think that alone is going to be a a big difference for you. Yeah. Um, and that's not me tooting my horn. That's just saying like, no, I, that is the laws of the universe is having that help and that accountability makes things go better. Um, so let's do the other side. Okay. And let's say what did go well.
0: Hold on, I'm gonna set a timer. Okay. And I'm gonna shut up again. And you, this one's harder. It's, well, hopefully it's not
1: harder, but usually it it is harder, just because people don't reflect on the good things as much
0: as they do the bad. Things. That's true. So, six minutes again. Ready to go.
2: and do i go now okay (laughs) um okay well i'll start with the commission again because it did end really really well and after we delivered it she you know texted and just said how over the moon she was with it she couldn't stop staring at it she texted me on christmas and was like you know thank you so much this was like a christmas present to me and i mean like it just really 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 felt good because that was so difficult (laughs) and it just made it feel even better. Um, but, um, I sold for the very first time I sold just randomly a painting off my website. And I think I had mentioned that to you and I, I did some digging and it turns out that, um, the man who purchased it he purchased it for his wife who had bought some of my ornaments and loved my work and so for a Christmas gift he bought her one of my paintings but it was so it's not as random as I liked thought but I I was just so encouraged because I mean it was just like randomly got an order for like you know a $360 painting out of the blue never happened ever to me um you know, usually all my sales have like had a conversation beforehand and it's like this waiting and like anticipating and this sort of thing. So that was really cool. And uh, looking forward to more of that. <laughs> and I I sold out my ornament collection. I made 60 ornaments um, this year, which I think was twice as much as what I made last year. I can't remember exactly how much I made last year, but sold them out. Um, And one of the people who the reason why I sold out is I had a gentleman who had bought um, a small triptych. um, They were like the small antique framed paintings, but it was a set of three. He had bought that at one of the festivals in the fall. And um, he saw my flash sale for my ornaments, but missed it by a day. And he messaged me and was like, hey, I'm sorry I missed the sale. I really want to you know buy some of your ornaments how many do you have left and i was like i have 13 you know of this this and that and he was like well how much for all 13 and i was like uh well i'll give you the i'll give you the same percentage as the flash sale so i gave him the 15% off and he was so happy and he lives in atlanta so i got to deliver to the those you know in person and that was really really cool that you know someone who'd bought one of my paintings came back and like bought all of those ornaments um so that was really cool. I, and I feel like that is a sign of nurturing. So I'm, you know, I'm doing something right there. Um, what else? Um, I had a really good show at Marietta in the fall. That was my good show. Um, what else I have? Connected a lot with other artists. I don't know if I told you I applied for a studio space at a place um, that's a little north of here. They're full, so I'm on their waiting list. So I mean, who knows when and if that will happen? But just to connect, I had a piece in a show there, and um, um sorry, my my alarm system is going off, so I'm just waiting okay. to make sure. Okay, <laughs> so, someone turned it off. But okay. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I feel like I've connected with a lot of artists this year. I think I've done really well with that. Um, and just building like a community of other artists. Um, I joined this, uh, like ornament artist ornament exchange swap thing that Emily, you, I think, you know, Emily, yeah, that she started <laughs> and met a bunch of other artists there. And then of course got to swap ornaments. So that's been really cool. And what else? My email list has grown really well. I've got more commissions. I got more commissions this year. I got a large scale commission that I, that was like one of the big goals I set out for and I got it. I got at least one. (laughs) It's a start. And I'm in the process of another commission um, that's uh, for one of these antique frame commissions. And it's going to be similar to one I already sold. Um she's in the UK and I sent her the contract and I sent her the invoice on PayPal um but I have not heard back from her and that was like December the last I heard from her was like mid December and so I am hoping that will pan out but regardless um commissions in general are picking up and see i'm trying to think what else what else has gone good um i feel like i've kind of nailed some smaller price point <laughs> pieces for festivals that do well um and would like to make larger versions of those cuz i think they would do really really well so that's something i would like to experiment with um And then like my jelly printing,
0: Um, what else has gone well?
2: I mean, I feel in general, I've had a really good year and I've made a lot of progress. You have? Yeah. I mean, I think back to where I was last year this time. And I mean, it's night and day. I mean, it's huge. (laughs)
0: Aw. <laughs> Thank you. Okay,
1: so the reason why we wanted to end with the went well kind of like the
0: obvious, but um feel good. Yeah. All those things you did.
1: <laughs> and I also would like to highlight that wasn't just random things that went well it was intentional like I want more commissions yeah and several things that you said were about commissions yeah
0: um and if you look at and there's there's all these little cycles but
1: like there's the month and your your day but there's also the whole year no matter what you're going to have the up and then you're going to go down so you can go back up and what I'm experiencing is that kind of this time of year for me is kind of my downtime yeah which feels weird because it feels like it should be the up time but it's not for me it's always been like kind of my wintry season is very wintry, yeah. there's lots of emotions, and um things just feel harder. but I at least the past two years, I've been very um cognizant of it that yeah, it's like really hard. And I really end up appreciating it on the other side, yeah. It ends up being
0: really good. So just a little glimmer there for you. Um, so what do you want more of? Um,
2: I think I would like more, I, I, again, with commissions. I really enjoy commissions even despite having such a rough one here at the end um because i think i learned a lot of really valuable information from that to take with yeah. me into the future to so it's uh it's i don't know which we wrote down all of it yes like in the moment <laughs> when it was happening i was like oh man maybe commissions are not what i want <laughs> but having like and i mean really it was it was a lot of it was like troubleshooting it with you and talking about like approaches like that kind of like game game time mindset of just like okay this is what I'm gonna do to get myself ready for this and like I need to like find ways to hype myself up in ways that have never been hyped before (laughs) to like really do this and then hype her up too. And um I think that made a huge difference. But um I don't know having kind of dissected that and then and then gone again and dissected it with you as well and kind of like gleamed all the little lessons from there I feel better prepared for commissions in the future and not as scared as I did yeah. in the moment you know True.
1: um and no matter what path you choose there's going to be those moments when you're like yes uh,
2: yeah this, really <laughs> this is hard what am I doing did I bite off more than I can chew? <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> but that's what separates the people who keep getting what they want from people who just keep like jumping from thing to thing to thing to thing and never really making true. any progress.
2: That's true because it it does, it all gets hard at some point, especially when it gets good. It gets yeah. kind of goes hand in hand. Um, but yeah, so I would say more commissions more festivals. I've got four that I've applied to for the spring, plus one that's like the show that I did last January, February. So five technically total, if I include that, I would like to do more, but there really aren't as many shows in the spring as there are in the no. fall. And unless I want to go out of state, which I'm considering maybe doing like a close by state like Tennessee. I don't think I want to do Birmingham again. It's the same weekend as another show that's supposed to be really good. That's here in Atlanta. So I I want to give that one a a try because I've heard from so many artists now what a great show it is. Um, And it's in Atlanta. So I feel like that's a no brainer, but um, I might look at doing one out of state to make it six shows, but then, you know, like a like a Tennessee <laughs> or maybe yeah. Florida, I mean, it
1: doesn't have to be far.
0: Yeah,
2: it
1: would be somewhere you just want to go like, yeah. Um, so I don't know if this is the year for it or not, but I think you're getting to the point where kind of hosting your own show once a year could be really cool.
2: I have never done that. I have seen other artists do that. And I've kind of wondered. You kind of need to have started to establish
1: a fan base from customers under your belt. Like, yeah, I feel like you're in the space where you could do that at okay. this point.
0: Do you have to? No. Do you want to? Mm. I don't know. That's a thing to think about. Yeah,
1: um, but also you said something earlier about what didn't go as well and not being as nurturing as you were, but then you came back and she said, well, that's something right. But I feel like the nurturing part can always be done better. Yeah. Um, and what I really want that nurturing to do for you is not just eat up time, obviously, but to help move some of those connections that you're making at all of these festivals closer to purchasing from you. And what that looks like is, um, you know, could be a million different things, but I find for myself and for most people, the one that's the most effective are those invitations, whether it's, come to this other festival I'm putting on or like a personal, have a studio visit, um, let's catch up, like all of those, like group or personal is what I call them. And I think we've been over that many times, I think. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. And while you, the content helps as well. And I think you've been doing a really good job of Being personal
0: in your content without, like, what do they say? Share from the lesson, not from the wound or something. That's not right. But, like, I don't feel like you are
1: sharing so much that it's like, she's having a really hard time right now. But, like, you're sharing in a Open and honest and real way. That's what I've been noticing from you. Yeah.
0: Um, so, I mean, that's a part of nurturing. So, you're doing really well there. Uh, but I think maybe some of that more reaching
1: out to talk to people part could help take all these. Um, opportunities that you've created for yourself and help them go further okay so perhaps the project is what does that look like for you and how do I execute that on a consistent basis
0: what do you think about that
2: the nurt- like the nurturing and reaching out part or like
1: how how can i get more juice out of these connections that i'm making by nurturing to get to the part where people say i'm
0: interested Ooh, i don't know i i see like
1: fear or uncomfortable boldness or something on your
2: face what is that um I don't know I get I get it's hard like because most of the connections okay so (laughs) there's this lady who uh I met at a festival and um she's an older older woman turns out she's a nurse but so let me back up She's been inviting me like since I met her. She goes to all the festivals. I see her like at everyone. It's like she buys a lot of art. She's very like, that's her thing. She goes to all the art shows, a great connection to have. And she invites me to like so many things. And I feel so bad because I honestly, every time she invites me to something, like I am either working or just don't have other plans or don't have the time. And you know, and I've, I've told her probably now on several occasions, like, thank you so much. I, you know, and she knows a little bit about me and I was like, you know, I'm working two jobs and I have a daughter and, you know, I just have very little time. (laughs) And I feel like every time you invite me to something, like I've, I've, I'm working or something. Um, Anyways, she had messaged me, about or emailed me about an art crate she had bought a painting and it got shipped in one of these wooden crates and she didn't know what to do with it and would I have a use for it and I was like yes absolutely um so we arranged a day um I was actually meeting some friends of mine for like a Christmas dinner and came by her house and picked it up and While I was there, she brought me in her house and showed me all this beautiful artwork she buys. I mean, she bought, she has incredible taste in work. Her house is beautiful. It's newly renovated. She loved showing me all her work and she's like grilling me with all these questions like, um, how old are you? And, and then I think she could tell, I was kind of like, why are you asking me all these questions? (laughs) And she was like, are you single? (laughs) And, you know, I told her, I was like, um, no, I was like, I'm, I'm in the process of a divorce and separation. I was like, but I'm, you know, I'm no, (laughs) the short answer is no. And then she was like, oh, well, I have someone I want to introduce you to. And And so, and then a few days later, she emailed me the picture of this person. And I'm just like, ah, so I feel that's my hesitation. Like, I feel like And this and this happens a lot. Like I've I've had this happen at festivals where like I had a guy who seemed really interested in a painting of mine, and he said he would come back and look at it. And then it turns out like he wanted to like take edibles together and like ask me out on a date. And I feel like I always get like sucked into these situations when I when I when I do what I think is nurturing, (laughs) and then it's like they have (laughs) ulterior motives, and I'm just kind of like, oh. So I think that's what you were sensing. (laughs) Yeah,
1: uh, there was definitely something. Um, (laughs) And I get that.
0: I've been there before too. How did I stop getting there? So I used to have, story time,
1: this email sequence and all the emails at the end or I don't I don't even remember how it went exactly but basically I was like contact me I want to hear from you yeah and I'd get these people writing me these like four page long emails about like everything going on in their lives and the troubles they're having and and I just tell them what to do and like yada 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 and for a while, I was like, well, okay, that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm gonna help people, so I'm gonna respond. And it really burnt me out. And I got to the point where I was like, I want no connections with anyone
0: ever. <laughs> <laughs> so I took all of those emails off. But let's see, what, what, that, what have I done differently?
1: One I knew, I found out, I learned that I do not like responding to emails. I don't want to do it. I don't care if it's a good email. I still don't want to do it. Yeah, so I switched my main communication platform. I started telling people, "DM me on Instagram because then I can just do this quick little voicey thing. Yeah, and that's fine. I can do that. Um if I get people who I still have a couple of them in my DMs who want to like, I don't know, just message me about weird random things yeah, um, or ask for all my help. But I think it's just that I've decided in my mind, you know what? I am available for this and I am not available for this.
0: And when this happens, I don't
1: ask them another question at the end. Like I don't, um I don't try to keep that conversation going if I find that it's someone who wants to encroach on my boundaries. But I also don't just ignore them, like I don't have to be rude about it. I yeah. like if they say, Hey, how are you doing? I've been thinking about this, i been thinking about that, and just say, like, Oh, I'm good. I'm glad you're having a great December or something like that. Like just kind of energetically close the loop. Yeah. Um and I think that, that is a skill that we need to push on to Daisy <laughs> <laughs> and it feels a little uncomfortable at first because you're like I want to be nice to everybody I want to be friendly and it's not that you're not being nice or friendly it's yeah. just I don't have time to come in your house I'm not like I'm just gonna make it super clear like I really appreciate that you've been inviting me to things. I think you're amazing. And I'm so lucky to have a connection like you, but I just don't have any extra time. So it's just kind of a a waste of your efforts. And I don't want to do that to you. So don't invite me anymore. (laughs) Do it a little bit nicer than I just did, but like, I think you get the point. Yeah. Um, Because the way I heard it coming from you was, I appreciate you so much. You're such a great connection to have. And I'm just so busy, but keep inviting me and maybe one day I'll say yes.
0: Yeah.
2: Although I don't know now if the motive is to try to set me up with someone. I don't know. Right.
1: Well, and it makes me not want to go. (laughs) And that's okay. Like you can, it's. mm. Boundaries are not something that is in my natural talent abilities. Yeah. I've had to really work on them, but they're definitely worth working on. So some people, you just, you immediately know they're going to push the boundaries. And so you kind of just kind of have to take a little bit of a step back and not be so engaged to them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. This is why the ideal art buyer includes the caveat of, and this is probably where this came from. You also have to really want to spend time with them, be around them, have a conversation with them. Because if you don't, you don't even want to look at that list. Yeah. Actually, that's exactly where it came from. Because I had a whole bunch of people on that list I didn't want to talk to, but I knew wanted to talk to me. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's also where I've differentiated between leads and ideal art buyers. So, ideal art buyers are those people you are cultivating into the true fandom. Leads are I know this person wants to buy from me. I'm going to be a good businesswoman, I'm going to follow up. I'm going to be cordial. I'm going to be helpful. I'm going to like do all those things, but I'm not necessarily going to welcome them into my orbit with open arms of people that I need to
0: keep in contact with now and forever. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um. Since you have
1: gone and come back, I created this spreadsheet. How do you feel about spreadsheets? I don't remember. Um, yeah,
2: they're, I'm neutral on them. I used to use them all the time when I worked in sales. Okay. I, I used to know how to use them really well. I've forgotten all my little shortcuts.
1: Let me pull it up real quick. because I want to show you. <clears throat> I would show you mine, but like I probably shouldn't
0: at this point because there's so many names on it that people know. Um, What am I trying to do here? Oh, Consistent Income. Curriculum. I have tried a whole lot of ways to do this
1: ideal art fire list. Like these are probably the latest three, but there's been
0: so many. This has been a major game changer for me, and I am all about the spreadsheet. Okay. Um. Come on. Finish loading. What are you doing? What happened to it? Something funky is happening, and I hope it's not. (laughs) Anyway. What I'm, what I was trying to show you was that
1: um, I have a little column that says type and I'm going to mm-hmm. get that fixed and then I'm going to show you. Okay. And another time. Um, but it's got a little drop down and it says something like lead or ideal art buyer or um, potential collaborator, I think pe- previous client. So we got four types. Okay. Um, so that can help you like sort and see who do I want to be nurturing right now it's not just everyone on my list it's these are my ideal art buyers these are people that I think are about to buy from me so I need to nurture them as well and I treat them differently and that's okay um this this is bothering me we have to fix this real quick hold on (laughs) okay because I can't I can't
0: show you if I don't have any. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Now it's back. I don't know what was happening there, but. All right, so we've
1: got client referral partner, aka collaborator, ideal art buyer, and lead. And then we've got <clears throat> what is the current sales conversation? So if we've opened up a sales conversation or we want to, like are you saying, "Are you interested because I think you are or I've sent more information or they want to be on the wait list or whatever, what where are you in that conversation? or, where are you in the nurturing process? So this, I want people to be able to create their own, but I've kind of plugged in some here to get you going. Um, so I have R for referral partner. I have L for lead. I don't have any for ideal art buyer.
0: But well, I do have these. Um, The ultimate goal here
1: is to have a list of activities that you can pull from. Say, I met that person at that festival, they joined my email list, nothing's really happened, but they were cool. And I'd like to maybe get to know them a little bit better and see if they're an ideal art buyer or maybe they are a lead or maybe they're neither, I don't know. But if you don't engage with them, there's no way that you will ever know that. So the idea here is to have a list of things that you can pull from on this spectrum of intimate to just like a touch point, like go like their photo or something. Yeah. So that depending on how much time you have, how much energy you have, who they are, what they're about, you can say, I'm going to go do that. And you can have four or five or six things that feel really good and
0: easy and natural and aligned for you to do. You remember the, I'm sure the
1: um, like text is not as good as voice, is not as good as video, is not as good as person, not as good as one on one. So, thinking about that as well, like some of the things can be really easy, some of them, like maybe it's actually having a coffee date. Yeah. So, mine, I'll redo mine. There in my spreadsheet. And this is not actually the thing I've been following, but it's something that I would like to start doing. So I'll just put it that way. So like if I get a new person following me on Instagram, then I'm like, hmm. Interesting. I would like to get to know them a little bit better. Yeah. First of all, a personalized hello on instagram dm second of all invite them to my freebie whatever the freebie of the moment is maybe i have an invitation going on maybe it's just like for my opt-in or a free class or something like that um and then i have engage their social engage their social engage their social and then i have if i've gotten through all of that and i'm like still into this person invite them to apply for my podcast And then like, that's a real up and close, let's get to know each other kind of moment. And at that point, if I like them and I want to work with them, then I can invite them to work together. And that's my next move. So that's kind of like my four new people on Instagram that I see, and I definitely would not do this for everybody, but like maybe one in a hundred. But if I did that for 10 different people, the chance of, at the end of that, me having a new client is pretty high. Yeah. I think. Because they're going to be engaging me back or not. And that
0: kind of gives me hope as to,
1: is this a mutual relationship or is it just me like?
2: Yeah. Are your, are your DM, the automated DM, does that just go, like, do you, because I've seen that and I've never... I've not utilized it. Do you just, is that just like an automated DM when someone messages you or can you send it when someone follows you? Do you have the trigger? Like Can you pick the trigger?
1: I think you may have misunderstood me because I have never used the automated. Oh, okay. Um, okay. What did I say? I, I, said, um, I said a personalized hello on Instagram Okay. DM, so maybe like okay. voice them something, something. Okay, okay. Um, it's not to say you can't use the automated, but that is where I do my nurturing. And so I don't want to do it. Yeah. feel like it would take away from it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so for like a collaborator referral person, what I have written down is let's have a zoom coffee. Cause I want to get to know who you are and what you want and see like, how can I help you? Cause that's like my, make their day kind of moment. Um, Gift one of my planners to them. Hey, so they they have a reason if, I mean, if it's relevant, gift a planner to them so they have me front of mind all the time, Um, sign up for their newsletter and reply to their newsletter. Um, Send a, again, I haven't done any of these, these are just the process that I've written down that I'd like to start trying. Yeah. Um, uh, Instagram story postcard, so like what's a picture of something going on in my life, and like every quarter, like send a like just a little handwritten postcard. Uh, introduce someone to them. Send a. I'm thinking about you, Loom. Like, what are the things that would feel good for you to do? Um that wouldn't be energy drainers. So like if I need something, if I need PR, if I need uh, to send, like I want to do an email list swap and I send something to their email list and they send something to mine, I'm not just going to go straight to someone and be like, hey, let me have your email list. (laughs) Like, no. Yeah. So if I if that was a moment where I'm like, I want to do a lot of email list swaps, this is how I would make them happen. I would have the person's name in my list and I would start going through that nurturing
0: process. That's going to give me a lot better result than not. So,
1: like when we did our podcast recording together. I think if I remember correctly, we kind of did this, like, how am I going to nurture Mm -hmm. in order to get more connections inside of the hospital industry in order to get more large-scale commissions? So what you could do is take that and put it into your nurture column. And it just makes it so much easier. Because you don't have to think, who do I talk to? What do I do? Did I do that yet? Where am I? Like what, I've completely lost track. Like last week I did all this nurturing and now I'm like, what did I do? I don't know, oh, where am I? Um, Just having it where you can go to like the next step.
0: It's just so easy. Yeah.
1: Um, that doesn't work for everybody. Some people want things to pick from. Some people want a sequence. So I would encourage you to think about that for yourself, like which would work better for you. And also what are your goals? Like we don't just want to nurture for nurture's sake. What is the thing we want more of? And you said, I want more commissions and I want to do more festivals. So your nurturing processes would align with those. What could I do to um, engage with someone more in line about commissions? Or maybe like who has an in at a festival that I would really fit in at and I would like to go to. So you can kind of think about it that way.
0: Yeah. Tell me what you're thinking um I don't know my mind is kind of like
2: thinking of what I don't know what my process would be to nurture for commissions. so okay. let's just
1: we got a few more minutes but let's and maybe this is what we do for your expert help call but um let's think about just commissions real quick okay so um someone joins your email list from a festival. Like you get to that point, they go on your
0: list of either a leader, ideal art buyer or potential collaborator or wherever they fit in there. Maybe first of all, you, and I'm just gonna
1: make this up, but first of all, you send them a loom, thanking them for stopping by
0: your booth. Second of all, you um, say you'd love to
1: stay in touch and do you have a social media account that you use
0: and get connected wherever that is. Third of all, you um, say, hey, um,
1: I don't know, maybe you engage their social next, and then the next thing you do is pop in their DMs and say, um, I don't know if it's for you, but I'm looking for more commissions this year in this style.
0: Um, Do you know anyone who might be looking for one? And then from there,
1: they're either gonna say no, or they're gonna introduce you to someone, or they're gonna say, actually, I'm kind of interested. So like, those were four of the steps that maybe you could, or four, I don't remember how many,
0: but maybe it's something like that. Yeah. Um, maybe it. more towards like the hospital side of
1: things? Like I know we met at the the thing, but I'm also a nurse and I'm, I'm looking to get into more hospitals with my artwork. Do you have any connections in the medical industry? And just making that ask, it doesn't have to be this long drawn out thing, but like, how can I capitalize on the connections that I am making and what balance can I do to feel like I'm genuinely giving to them or interacting with them or connecting with them and not just trying to get something out of them yeah
0: like where is that balance for you um
1: I don't know and it might be something you have to play with to figure it out
0: yeah But why don't you do this? Why don't you just take take a beat and think about it and say,
1: does this feel like the right next step for me to figure this out with Jessica and start to try to work it into my
0: process, my routine, my actions, all of that? Mm -hmm. And if so... What might some of the things
1: that I want to do be? And then we can kind of think about it strategically together and where do those pieces belong and how do they help with the process and all of that.
0: Okay. How are you keeping track of your leads right now? Um
2: in my emails I kind of star stuff and then I'll put notes. I have a a notes document in my phone from festivals. Um so like if I have a really good conversation with someone um and they join my email list, I'll kind of like put an asterisk next to their email and then put in my notes their name and like little, like something to remind me what we talked about and like what and it then- they were interested. So then after, like for a festival for int- in, in, for instance, um, I send, like when I add them to my email, um, I send out like a generic one that's like from my flow desk. But then before I send that, I send like a personal email that's just from me And, um, if they were talking about a commission or they were talking about a certain piece, I, I kind of just introduce myself, bring up that conversation again. Um, I'm trying to think of like, most of the time it's someone interested in a commission or like Mm -hmm. a specific piece. Um, and either, I mean, really nine out of 10 or eight out of 10 times, I never hear back from them. Um, And I'm trying to think what happens to the other ones. Um, A lot of commissions that I have currently from that process are kind of like, like it's not a quick process. It's very like like I have one lady who found me at the Marietta Art Festival who wants to do a very large commission for her home that's being built. but then her, you know that's being delayed because of all the construction things and because of because it's you know they're building a house and there's already right. delays. So it was like a originally it was like for like Halloween and then their closing got pushed to January. So that's kind of like the last, but I have, like, her email starred in my inbox, and, like, so I know, like, in January, if I haven't heard from her, like, I'll probably reach back out to her and just kind of touch base. Um, so it's not, there's not, I guess, there's not so many that I have kind of floating out there that, um that I'm losing track of them, but I definitely see the value in having a spreadsheet because I feel like if I utilized a spreadsheet, there's probably more than I think there is.
1: Yes. And those eight out of 10, um, they've already set like, then they go straight into the sales conversation. So you sent more info, uh, let's say December Uh 22. Uh-huh you can sort by last interaction date and see what did it, oh, I sent more info, oh, I never heard back. Oh, I should follow up with them again. Um, I also,
0: <clears throat> where is this? Do, uh, do, 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 do. created um this little training that you might want to watch
1: it's like very specific here's like the five things to do and those could go in the spreadsheet too and then like I did the first one I did the second one I did the third one because I really think that not by changing anything about like the festivals and what you're doing but how we continue those conversations I mean, I really feel like you could double your sales from last year just by doing that.
0: Yeah. Like very strongly. So I think that that is the next problem to solve. Okay.
1: So um, when we have our expert help call, let's talk about that some more. Okay. That
0: sounds good. Yeah. Yes. Awesome.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> um I'm gonna let you go because I put my kid on his computer. So now I need okay. to go get him off of it.
2: Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> All
1: right. Talk
0: soon, Daisy. Okay. Thank you for your time today. I appreciate You're it. You're welcome. Of course. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye.